This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will dream it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a new episode of Who's There? A big week. A big week. <laughs> Why is it a big week? Important things. No, big, big week for many reasons. Megan Kelly's new show debut. No. Big thing. Huge no. news. Okay, what else? All three Kardashians, three Kardashians, all three, three Kardashians are pregnant at the same allegedly, time, which is unheard of. Allegedly, allegedly, three Kardashians are pregnant. I mean, we talked about this in the show. If this weren't true, Chris would have been out telling well, us all that it was a lie. Technically, Kim isn't pregnant. Three Kardashian Jenner babies are on the way at the same time. That's How about true. That? that are due around the it's same Kim's month. egg. Not that it matters. It's very strange but... because not only. Kim's pregnancy is confirmed. Kim's surrogate is confirmed. Mm-hmm. Kylie's is still not. Caitlyn came out with a statement to the Sun, which was then denied by Kim on tweets. And a lot of sources have been saying stuff, but then Kim tweeted today that, like, don't believe any of those sources. Like, I don't even know who these people are. Yeah, SMH. Last night, Chloe. It was Us Weekly had an exclusive that Chloe was pregnant. No one has commented mm-hmm. on that at all. Meanwhile, this Kylie pregnancy has been uncommented on as well, if yeah. you believe Kim. The the Chloe thing, I mean, God knows when that horrendous anniversary special was filmed. Um, because they could have filmed that two years ago. I mean, I guess you could tell by their their. I mean, look, ask Mariah. You could figure out by the glam. Yeah, ask Mariah. Shout out to Mariah Smith. Um Keeping up with the Kardashians expert, the mm-hmm. one and only. The one and only. But Chloe was asked about Tristan, her boyfriend, Thompson, and Ryan Seacrest asked honest like what how serious the relationship was. And Chloe said, It's a five. Out and, of ten? And they said out of what? And she goes, Out of six. <laughs> Why which was funny. But it was like I, uh, which is kind of funny, but what's funny is that Chloe's the only Kardashian that you would expect to have announced a pregnancy. So, like, it almost is funny that Kim's using a surrogate. That's un- that's unexpected. Kylie's pregnant. That's really unexpected. And then Chloe was kind of like, "I'm the only one who really deserves to be pregnant. Like, I'm, like I need to get pregnant now as soon as possible, you know? Because I'm the one that people actually wouldn't care if I was pregnant. So." It's just funny that that's the third. Yeah, Chloe's 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 pregnancy was kind of met with crickets because, who like yeah, who cares? Well, She's I mean, in her was, 30s. but everyone was she actually had a baby. Okay. happy. No, but everyone was like, "Oh, I'm happy for her." Like I remember her going to fertility doctor on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Eat like Kardashian fans and not Kardashian fans were like, "I understand mm-hmm. this. This is fine." The Kylie thing was just like, "Why? What? What? Why?" Um, but speaking of Kylie thing, yeah. We have, I know we sort of um, hypothesized that Kylie Jenner may in fact be uh, Kim's surrogate, mm-hmm. um, but we actually had a great call explaining why that may or may not be true, and let's play it now. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Rachel. Um, I'm just listening to your latest podcast. I actually paused it right in the middle because I just had to call um, this information about Kylie Jenner. First of all, I never thought of that. That's just great insight, but the only flaw in that, so I'm a medical student, and I 
have done a lot of OB stuff, and they usually don't let people be surrogates unless they have a proven uterus, which, I mean, I think Kylie Jenner could definitely put that on her Instagram profile if she has a proven uterus, but from what we know, she doesn't. So what a proven uterus is, is means she's had a successful pregnancy before. So unless Kylie Jenner somehow hid a pregnancy, and by Kylie Jenner, I mean Kris Jenner, hid her pregnancy from the world, which I highly doubt, I doubt she's going to be the surrogate. But then again, Kardashians make their own rules, so Kardashian Jenners, excuse me, make their own rules, so maybe they just totally found some REI doctor to, you know, let them surpass the proven uterus standard. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know that. You probably won't play this because this is boring, but I just called you anyways. Okay, good one, Bella Ford. Hmm. Of course, we're going to play that. Seems That's a really like good call. You're wrong. We love facts, as you know. We love facts, and <laughs> we love facts. this is yes. The due dates are weirdly aligned. Yes, both are having girls supposedly. According, it, it's like nothing about Carly's pregnancy is confirmed by anyone with any, you know, credibility. So it's hard to be like putting the pieces together like that because it's so everything is so un. The only things we do know are about Kim's pregnancy, which is the stuff that she has confirmed. Yeah. And you know? and if there's anything like it, we're so eager as uh, consumers of pop culture to want the Kardashian drama to be more intense than it is. Like immediately following Kim's robbery, we all wanted it to be an inside job. And we all were like, <laughs> oh, did Scott do it? Did like, an, did Malika and Khadija do it? Did like, <laughs> who did it? And they're in a circle, you know? But it was yeah. really... It was it's 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 simpler than that. It's not always some, you know, nefarious, really, really planned thing. Wait, I just want to say I just want to share one more thing that I thought was really good and relevant to share us. It. Um, so on September twenty second, which was last week, mm-hmm. uh, the Kylie and Chloe, don't forget Chloe came out yesterday. What's today? Wednesday, Tuesday, and. The Kylie stuff came out like Friday, right? Right before the... Yeah, Friday. So the 22nd was last week before all those dates. I don't really know anything about dates. The blinds knew about this. Did you know that? The blinds knew. So... Yeah, the I, blinds knew that there would be... Read yeah, read it. This, it's just like a really good blind. And it also turned out to be... It's just... It's amazing how if you read the blinds, you just like know everything a few days earlier. If not months earlier, you just don't know who it's about. Okay. This is from um, blindgossip.com. We told you a couple of years ago that this mother's dream publicity scenario was to have three pregnancies at once in her family. You told us? She just could not get three of her kids to do this at the same time. The fact that not a single member of the family is happily married does not matter to her. She never gave up on this storyline and has been pushing for it ever since. She's got two. We're waiting for that third shoe to drop. This, so basically, the blinds knew that Kris Jenner was doing this. So I clicked on that other link that they referred to. Um, This is from August 6th, 2014. That is three fucking years ago. And the headline is pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. And here (laughs) here it is. 
In the never-ending quest for ratings and attention, this TV maven is trying to get the cast of this show excited about a new storyline. Three of the women on the show, all pregnant at the same time. No, it does not matter what the fathers of the potential babies think. What matters is the attention these women would get. Just think of the photo ops, the daily gossip updates, the reality show ratings, the endorsements. One has agreed, but they still need two more to join her. It doesn't matter which two. If they can reproduce, they're eligible to be part of this storyline. <laughs> It doesn't matter which two sounds like a direct quote from Kris Jenner. It doesn't matter which two. You guys, it doesn't matter. This is just like further. Just the blinds are just so good. (laughs) They're so good. They're so good. And I always forget about the blinds. I don't read them enough. Every once in a while, I'll get on like a blinds uh, K-hole and just like read everything I've missed. But I need to start reading it daily. They're weirdly like very important to gossip but not referred to a lot because of credibility and i feel like people are a little bit scared of of kind of oh, going yeah. all in sued. right but they it's just it's just one of those things where like the best gossip to read online people usually say is you know it's the normal stuff it's it's us weekly and people and like the those mm-hmm. types of outlets but really it's like the blinds oh no they didn't like so-and-so's Twitter, you know, these kind of smaller sources that are more yeah. fun, but can't be really referred to by popular culture because they're not often, they're not always correct. Yeah. You know? They can't be referenced. But usually if something happens, you can go back and find it in the blinds because, yes, they have a lot of stuff in there that is not necessarily true or rumored or whatever, and, but the stuff that ends up being true usually starts there. Do you know what I mean? Or usually yeah. is gone and, there. And and you still have to, you, you still have to sort of you know, pick through the weeds to find good sure. blinds because a lot of them are so vague that they're they could be anyone. They're way too vague in general. But um, the reveal of an accurate blind is like one of the most satisfying things, and you know, gossip. Well, that's like why ne- like looking at that is amazing. I mean, look, they had that three years ago. Chris Jenner was planning that. That's wild. Baby shower. I uh, just wanted to say I saw your live show in New York um, last week slash perhaps it was two weeks ago, whatever. So good. It was LOLing the whole time. Um, just good form, Bella Thorne, really on all accounts. Um, anywho, <laughs> I have called to discuss, um, she's definitely a who, uh, Wendy Williams. And this Daily Mail article, please, like, if you don't put in as much effort to unpack the Daily Mail article as the Daily Mail took writing it, I'll be actually shook, triggered, etc. Um, the Daily Mail has been working on this expose uh, for a literal year to the point where they have sent reporters to weird parts of New Jersey. No offense if anyone likes Jersey. I feel like if you're from New Jersey, you should have a thick skin. Anyway, um, they sent reporters to random parts of Jersey to photograph Kevin Hunter, a.k.a. Wendy Williams' husband's mailbox that he shares with his 32-year-old massage therapist mistress. So that's intense. Uh, they also define what a shoddy is. 
Um, they also define what activities couples partake in on the weekends. Um, spoiler, those activities are mundane, according to the Daily Mail. Uh, basically, I just need you to really uncover this scandal. Um, that's about it. Good form, Bella Thorne. Love you. Mean it! First of all, I would be lying if part of me didn't choose this call because of the <laughs> shout-out slash compliment um, about our live show. But, you know, promo. Wow, way to really Tickets reveal, are still on sale. Really Weekly.us slash live. You really admitted. But secondly, truly, no, in all seriousness, this is a huge story, and I'm so glad someone called in about it. There's nothing as delicious as the person dishing the gossip becoming the subject of the gossip. The Daily Mail is you can tell also somebody at the Daily Mail had like a vendetta for Wendy or oh, yeah. this is what I love about this. Maybe maybe what I think is mostly the case was probably the case is that this is common knowledge. This whole thing, the, all of this information mm-hmm. is common knowledge amongst anyone who is familiar with Wendy Williams or works in gossip or works. Yeah, that, in that's TV. how it seems. That's what I think. So, like, basically a, a Daily Mail person and everyone already knew this and said, you know what, we should just do this. We should really investigate it and expose it, even though it was kind of, like, common. You know, everyone, like, knew but didn't talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. what kind of makes it more interesting to me. Because, like, you can tell this is, like, overly done. It's, like, almost too much to be. <laughs> yeah, it's like the caller was saying. I mean, they, they mentioned they say it was a year-long investigation. I mean, meaning um, they started last year. Someone said, hey, we should really just write an article about this. And then, like, they sent a photographer to New Jersey or wherever. New Jersey? New Jersey. New Jersey. I mean, what do so, you think about this whole thing? Well, I mean, we have to explain it. Let's let's give a, a succinct explanation. So of don't forget so also Wendy Williams, Daily Mail launched a TV show recently. So this is part yeah, of their so, TV show promo. Don't forget. So they need a big story to open with. Yep. So this show, so this affair, this alleged affair is between Wendy Williams' husband, Kevin Hunter, who they've been married for 20 years, a full 20 years. And Daily Mail is alleging that Kevin Hunter, who's 53 years old, Oh, no, he's 46. Wendy Williams is 53. Kevin Hunter, who's 46, has been dating this woman, Sharina Hudson, for 10 years, which mm-hmm. is half of his marriage. Um, and not only has been dating that's her... That's no, like, th- affair. That's, like, a relationship. That's a second. That's yeah. a second relationship. Yeah, that's polyamory. Um, has been dating her for 10 years. You know, bought her a house, a condo. Anyway, the point is, bought her a house that is only nine miles away from him and his and Wendy Williams' house. And that they're not really that secretive about it because no. the Daily Mail has plenty of photos of them just out and about running errands in New Jersey. And they went to this woman, Sharina's house, and opened up her mailbox in the most incriminating photo, which can you imagine a Daily Mail photographer going to someone's mailbox, this opening it up, and then pointing their lens at it? Genius. It's it has, genius. It has all three names inside the mailbox. We're talking typical, traditional, old school um, mailbox with the hinge and the little flag on the side. It says Sharina Hudson, Kevin Hunter, and Nikki Hudson inside it. Nikki Hudson's Kevin her Hunter also gets mailed there. Relative or something. Yeah. So, which doesn't necessarily mean that he lives there, but he gets mail on behalf of that address, which I think offers proof. But it offers proof to the the allegation that he paid for the house. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it proves a lot. It says a lot. I mean, there's it obviously other stuff in here that's... You know what else says a lot? Mm. Sharina wears an enormous engagement ring or wedding ring on her wit- on her wedding ring finger or a big rock on the finger. There's and a rock on the finger. And we all know 
And we all know there's a a precedent for Kevin giving women enormous wedding rings. And we can get to that now. So when this became a Daily Mail story, of course, Wendy Williams had to talk about it on her show. Because that's what she does at the beginning of her show on Hot Topics. But she completely disregarded it. She called it a weird story. It's weird doing Hot Topics and being a Hot Topic. In a weird kind of way, Norman, I love the attention. (laughs) Right. But it wasn't a plant. It's some sort of weird story going around the internet regarding my husband. Now look, I'm a straight shooter, pow pow. All you gotta do is Google him and you see the story. You can believe what you want, but... Okay. I stand by my guy. We commuted this morning. Anyway, all is well in Hunterville. Don't believe the hype. What did you think of that clip, Lindsay? Well, it was interesting because, just going back one second before we get there, the Daily Mail was one of the outlets that obviously posted those photos of Wendy and Kevin, like, frolicking on the beach as if they Mm -hmm. didn't know they were there, which they knew they were there. Wendy was like, oh, I didn't even know they were taking photos. Like, you knew they were taking photos. And so Wendy... Wendy had started her season, like her season premiered. Wendy had started her season talking about those photos. And it was a very like Tyra Banks moment where she was like, here's a deal with my body and like da da da. It was like empowering, right? She like flipped it, right? She didn't, mm-hmm. it was a positive thing. So for this to come out right after and for literally like the next day's episode or the same week's episode to be about another story about Wendy that she has to address is to me really funny. That like It was she, literally the next day. Yeah, the doubleheader of like Wendy using hot topics to address Wendy herself being in the tabloids. But which is funny because that goes against literally her whole show. And yeah. unfortunately, that type of stuff is what happens when your show like jumps the shark because you can't accurately like it's like a Kathy Griffin thing where you're not like you can't make fun of other celebrities anymore with any type of credibility um, because mm-hmm. you are too famous, whatever. Um, but anyways, back to Wendy's comment on this stuff. It was really upsetting because she, of course, is like the queen of knowing how to get by it. So she doesn't address mm-hmm. anything. Like she just At says, all. she's just like, well, I have the ring. And it's like, yeah, so does she. She holds bitch. up her ring. <laughs> so she goes, bitch. she goes, you can believe what you want. And then holds up her ring and nods. And the audience goes, absolutely <sighs> fucking nuts. Yeah. They love it when she flashes the wedding ring. They absolutely love it. It's just, like, upsetting to me because I think there's some sort of, like, embarrassment about this whole thing where I'm pretty sure, I mean, this is obviously... What it seems like... It seems like Wendy knows about this. This is a thing that she lives with every day. uh, It's a situation where her husband, he's cheated on her in the past. Remember that? She was, like, she came out with that. Anyways, this is just a continuation of that. But now he's in like another relationship. He lives like kind of a double life situation. Their son is yeah. older. They do their work. They have their marriage. He does. Her, he he produces her TV show. And he has this other girlfriend. Like, not that this is like, okay. Like, Wendy can be, I don't know. I just feel like this is an arrangement that they are both in. The, you, right. So I think, yeah, Lindsay and I had the same interpretation of this. Which is that it seems like whatever is going on between... Kevin and this woman Wendy is aware of and is okay with and like if that's what they want completely fine but Wendy is in a position and has put herself in the position of being unable to say that you know like if this were a real celebrity she would shit on them all morning you know which is unfortunate 
and which is unfortunate. actually kind of crazy because it's like, Wendy, you didn't think that your own situation would eventually come out and you'd have to speak to it. I mean, she's just not going to speak to it, which also no. ruins she her says, credibility. She says, don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. I stand by my guy. All is well in Hunterville. If there was hype, believe me, I would let you know. And by the way, I'll be following this story. No, so you won't. Like, what are you talking Okay, Wendy. Uh, people are going to forget about this. People are going to move on and she'll be able to, you know, like, shit on Rachel from The Bachelor again in the near future. Anyway. It was like, how do you turn down an opportunity to represent yourself as an African-American woman in a positive way when we've been so underrepresented in that franchise? And I had the chance to find her. No, you had a chance to be on TV and in every magazine, Mm. is what I'm thinking. Hi, Who Weekly. This is Rachel. Um, I was just asking about the Skarsgård brothers, Alex and Bill. They seem to be, like, all over the place. It's crazy. Alex is, like, Tarzan. Now he's in, like, Big Little Lies with Nicole Kidman. And now Bill, his brother, is like the clown and it. And so I was just wondering what's going on with them. I think they're like a Swedish acting family. There's like six of them. And I just wanted a little more information. So also just ordered my beanie. So for fall, so good luck. Um, Yeah. Good luck. I think she meant good good form. So, uh, good luck. <laughs> well, she ordered the, she got the good form Bella Thorne beanie because it's getting cold. So I think people yeah. are getting this. Anyways. So, uh, good luck. So, <laughs> so I feel like I don't know anything about the Skarsgård family. Do you? There's, there's actually not that much to know, but I think it's really funny. There's eight kids that, though. That there are so many kids and they're all Stellan Skarsgård's kids. So Stellan Skarsgård is this Swedish actor who you probably, I guess the people. He's in everything. most famous was probably Goodwill Hunting. He's been in so many things. Um, he was in uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, he was in, he's a guy in the Marvel movies but I don't watch the Marvel movies. He's in, in tons of Lars von Trier movies. He's in Mamma Mia. He was in The Hunt for Red oh, October. He's in Nymphomaniac. Oh my yeah, God. He's in, Lindsay, oh. he, has been in, he has been in two movies oh. about Nymphomania. He's like the, he's like a very interesting character in that movie. He's good. He's one of his, very you good. You love Nymphomaniac. I love it so much. Um, it's one of my favorite movies. One of his he's first so movies. One of his first movies. Yeah, he's like this very like, like handsome Swedish man. But he's like um, a little deranged and good at it. Like he's good at yeah, that he's, character. He's a little creepy. Yeah. One of his first movies, which is really funny because he was in Lars von Trier's Nymphomaniac when he was like, you know, 20, 30 something. One of his first movies was called Anita, Swedish Nymphette. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read you the description. Let me read the this erotic tale, it sounds like something out of Seinfeld. This erotic tale centers on the alluring Anita, whose search for love leads to an empty life of nymphomania. Anita's self-destructive path takes a new turn when she meets college student Eric, with a K, obviously, who tries to help her overcome her addiction. Hmm, I wonder how he tries to help her oh, overcome I her addiction. Oh, I love this. I mean, so he's just this, like, iconic He's this, like, actor. sexy <laughs> Swedish man. I just Googled his name, Younger, which is my favorite thing to do. A little gruff. you try and find younger has... photos of people. To see if they're hot. He married this woman named, um, she has a really funny name. Oh, my. M-Y. My Agnes. Mm-hmm. And they had seven billion babies. They had Alexander from True Blood, Vampire Vampire Eric, you know, from True Blood. Um, Perry, the awful man from Big Little Lies. He won an Emmy for that performance. Mm-hmm. Gustav, 
who was another actor who hasn't been in much. A lot of these, a lot of them acted in Sweden first or in, you know, that area. Gustav looks like he would play a Nazi very well. Just saying. Yes, easily. 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 Yeah. And then there's Sam. I couldn't find out much about Sam. Uh, Aisha? Aisha? Don't know how to pronounce it. E-I-J-A. What about Walter? Oh, Walter was also an actor. (laughs) And then... A lot of them are in Swedish films and Swedish projects, too. Like, that's not, you know... Like, they're probably, so, they're like a royal family They were all born in Sweden. <laughs> yeah, they were all born in Sweden. And then there's Bill, who's young. He is only 27. He was a model first. Then he was in some movies. And his big break was It. No, and I think well, what's interesting. He was in um the, the big, I mean, big break. Yes, bigger break. But he was pretty popular in that Hemlock Grove series, which people liked oh, Hemlock a lot. Grove, right. Which he I played a watch. vampire, of course, or something. Of course, they all look like vampires. Right, but that's why I'm saying it's like this family, they have like a niche. <laughs> Like, people see them a certain way, and they, Um, yeah. A really funny thing about Bill Mm Skarsgård is that he's in this huge movie, one of the biggest R-rated movies ever. He's going to be in the sequel, but it's, like, probably really good for his career because he's making a lot of money and he's getting a lot of exposure, but he doesn't look like Pennywise. No. So it's not like he'll be typecast. No. Because when you see him out of makeup, you don't know that it's him. Um, Someone would have to tell you, oh, he played it. No, and he's, like, kind of hot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's... He looks like scars. He looks Swedish. They all look very. He looks Swedish. like Bill. Yeah. Um. What was the other thing I was? Oh, you the other thing like, that I yeah. have to say about Stellan Skarsgård and the Skarsgård family is that they are in no way related to, uh, Peter Skarsgård. Peter Sarsgård. <laughs> not in any way. We've actually gotten a call about that before that we didn't play. Um. They're not related. So they're not, not related single, to Skarsgård. No, they're not even spelled the same way. The name. Um. Is Skarsgård even Swedish? Is that a Swedish name? I have no idea. Skarsgård is Swedish. Sarsgård is not. Okay, so so Sarsgård is not Swedish. The Skarsgårds, though, are Swedish icons. I will say, I would love it. I know that we, like, put out this prompt. And actually, I don't know if anyone called from Australia. We should check um, to talk about Sophia Monk. But if you are Swedish and you know kind of the... I want to know about what the the Skarsgårds are like in Sweden. Like, are they really important and do people care about them and you know the lesser ones are they like yeah i mean it's super it's famous easy, it's easy to assume based on how many movies they've been in in sweden that they're super super famous in sweden but like what do we know about sweden i'm just like very curious because i i could see someone calling and being like oh my god we all love like Walter. he was in he had this like iconic role that everyone in sweden remembers from like the 90s or so, something like that something very specific and interesting and i'd love to hear it so please call us Oh, um, really quickly, Sarsgaard, as in Peter, as in Maggie's oh, husband, it. as in Jake's brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarsgaard originates from Denmark. Oh, so it's so. it's Norwegian. It's um Scandinavian. It's Norwegian. Also. It's Scandinavian. Okay. It's not, but it's not Swedish. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. So I was just watching Lady Gaga Five Foot Two. First of all, just an amazing documentary. We don't need to get too far into it. But second of all, I think that the most significant part of the entire film was the moment that Donatella Versace and George Bush and Barbara Bush walked by each other. And I just need to know, do you think that George Bush knows who Donatella Versace is? And second, do you think that Donatella Versace knows who George Bush is? I really need to know what you think. Okay, thanks. Bye. This could be one of you, those, like, iconic double-blind situations. <laughs> I, I, think it's, I think it's double-blind, too. <laughs> um, because I think Donatella... 
Donatella may know the name Bush, but I'm not sure she understands that there are two George Bushes, and oh, she definitely wouldn't be able. To, you know, like there's no, no way. way Donatella's like, oh, the younger or the older one, like the elder Bush <laughs> W. Like there's no way Donatella's like W. Like absolutely, <laughs> Donatella's not differentiating these two. So just by that reason alone, I don't think she has any idea. I don't think she cares. I love a there's, double blind. <laughs> and I and there's no way in hell George Bush knows who Donatella Versace is. Part of me was like, oh, maybe he remembers Gianni's murder, but I'm sure he said something very offensive after finding out that Gianni was murdered and then like brushed it out of his mind. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I mean, I think you're being generous to him. Oh, that like, like if they were like, oh, George, there was a murder in Miami. Um, what? Gianni Versace was killed. Like if that was big news, and he oh, was so that happened during his. But the, did that it didn't happen, happen while during... he was in office? Oh, it didn't happen while he was in office. So what, I'm just so saying. George, when if George he was Bush watching was the of, news, I don't think that he cares. Or no, I would just say I'm just saying I think he's probably like disgusted by the Versaces in whatever way for whatever reason. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think it's a double blind. I'm glad we agree on that. Hi, this is Megan. Long time, long time. Is the new Will and Grace re- reboot, is that who we have them? Because Deborah Messing is a who, right? Okay, I think so. Just making sure. Bye. Good form, Bella Thorne. No, how how dare you call Deborah Messing a who? No, she's a them. <laughs> um, also, the show is not who because getting a reboot on uh, primetime TV is not who I think. Primetime network t- tape TV. You know, like it's... It's not it's huge, yeah. and it's going to do really well. There's no way it's not going to do really well. I'm excited to watch it. Um, we you called you called um Deborah Messing, a them, but yeah. she definitely does have hooey behaviors. I mean, every time she poses with Zertek, she's a who. But she's <laughs> also a them. That, she was that on, iconic. She was tweet. on one of the most pop. She has my favorite oh, tweet of all time. Rita, her Lindsay's favorite tweet of all time, which she references every other day. Rita Oro is hot. Rita Oro is hot. Is just a tweet. O-R-O. Go find it. It's great. Go look at it. That's a good tweet. She never deleted it, which I respect. Why would you delete it? It's the best tweet of all time. I would be devastated. Um, we, should we go through the cast, the, the the main four? I mean, I feel like this is difficult. The only who is like Eric McCormick. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah. Deborah Messing is obviously the themiest because she exists outside of the show. But Megan Mullally is... Karen is a them, but I don't know if Megan Mullally is, defini- is definitely like because a them Megan Mullally is married to what's his face, and they got a lot of press as a couple like recently, and he blew up, and then she was. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, they're not. all they're all them. Aaron McCormick is not is the one who's the least of a them. But Megan Mullally um, is like a character actress, aside from this character. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So you're right. That's um, kind of she falls into character actress territory. Also, I feel like what's his face, Sean Hayes, he's like. Hooey, but his career is like themy because basically all he's been doing since Will and Grace is like producing and making stuff. So he's like made a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff, and everyone's always like, "Oh, you know, like Sean Hayes, like he's really just more like behind the scenes doing all this stuff." Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like maybe I'm pulling this out of my ass and I'm making it up, but I feel like people like him. I feel like I've heard that yeah. he's just like a good guy. I don't know. Yeah, where did I hear that? I don't know where I heard that. Um, I've heard that too. Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing is just very strange and has made a number of weird choices. But um, she had an iconic moment after appearing on Megyn Kelly today. 
because she claims <laughs> she had no so Megan Kelly is oh, a piece God. of shit. Don't get him um, started on for Megyn any number of Kelly. reasons. Megan Kelly is a piece of shit. Um, we don't have to get into them. I'm gonna stop myself now. Apparently, Deborah Messing had no idea that whenever she agreed to be on today, that she agreed to be on Megan Kelly today. So when an Instagram commenter was like, "Hey, Deborah, what the, what the hell are you doing on Megan Kelly's show? She's a piece of shit." Megan Kelly said. <laughs> Honestly, quote, honestly, I didn't know it was MK until that morning. The itinerary just said, today's show appearance. Regret going on, dismayed by her comments. <laughs> so, Megan Kelly's not getting the best press this week. Um, and some of the worst commentary is coming from none other than known them, Will and Grace star, Deborah Messing. Well, Deborah Messing has been politically active, woke, whatever you want to say about her for the past, for a, a while. So this is like up her alley in terms of responding to this type of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Like, this is in her wheelhouse. They're thems. The show is also a big them. The show is a the big do deal. Well. It's one of those. I mean, I think... I think rebooting a show is uh, is hooey, especially when everyone in the show like hasn't done shit since. It's a very like, oh, okay, I see what we're doing. How dare you? Are you disrespecting the mysteries of Laura right now? <laughs> but are I'm you just disrespecting say- Smash. I'm just saying. I kind of. I mean, how do you not? Those shows are made to be disrespected. So, uh, but what I'm saying is, this one because this show is being rebooted on its original network. By the same people mm-hmm. who made it originally, it's not this like weird bootleg spinoff that is no. like the hooey tendency of what yeah. you know. What the we original might be. writers yeah. are back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the original creators are back. Everyone's back. It already got renewed for a second season, so NBC must think it's good. So you know what? It's a them. Hi, Bobby and Lindy- Lindsay. I have um, whoa, I have a really interesting piece of SpawnCon from um, Shana Shea. Or I guess that's not her name anymore. Shayna from Vanderpump Rules. Um, I was watching her Insta story, and she is now promoting the law offices of Gerard Bengali, who um, defended her in a case against her neighbors uh, when she was sued for ex- excessive marijuana smoke. So um, Gerard Bengali um, got her off the hook, and now she is hawking them all over her Insta stories and posting pictures with her lawyers and their business cards and asking her followers to swipe up for more info. Um, Hopefully I'll never have to. Bye. This is an old story from the summer, but I can't stop thinking about it because I'm like devastated that I missed the spawn. Like it already had disappeared by the time I went to go look for it. I wanted to see her promote her lawyer on Instagram stories. It's like a revolutionary Mm -hmm. tactic. So she was sued for excessive marijuana smoke and loud party noise or whatever and black cat. I don't know how you can be sued for having a black cat, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Wait, I want to see where black cat. Oh, it's also just the black cat was mentioned in the lawsuit. Okay. Um, And then... She had this guy represent her, but I guess in, like, she didn't pay him that much or she didn't pay him at all because she promoted his law firm and him throughout her Instagram and on Twitter. uh, Her tweet is so good. Tweet from August 30th, 2017. She has a screenshot from Perez, which she took from her phone because you can tell it says 
moby.perezelton.com. It's just <laughs> a picture of her that he's drawn on. And she wrote, remember when stoner Sheena was getting sued? LOL. Thanks to Gerard Bengali. That lawsuit, Gerard Bengali. That lawsuit went bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye. And it's great because then you go to like their Twitter and they're like very serious lawyers. <laughs> I love it. I'm obsessed with this. Um, I can't even imagine how it came about. It must have been the strangest connection. Like her friend knew someone who knew someone and they agreed to give her a discount to represent her to get rid of this like pot smoking thing. I just it's great. It's great. Gerard Ben Gerard Bengali, APC, Attorneys at Law have the worst logo it's so stupid it's two a's it's like cuts the a's it cuts the a's they have this line it's like i guess they cut through the bullshit i don't know oh ooh. remember when that lawsuit went bye-bye adieu <laughs> gerard bengali we'll make your we'll make your lawsuit go bye-bye <laughs> Stop, <please. laughs> hi i'm sheena shea and i was a suit i was sued for aggressive marijuana smoke, and black excessive marijuana smoke and gerard bengali made that lawsuit go bye-bye <laughs> I just love it's like swipe up. It's like you swipe up and then you like get to their website and then you can like hire them to make your lawsuit go bye bye. I just like, it's just weird. Like <laughs> legal advertising is one of those things that I guess should be like pervasive to work. Also, keep in mind it wasn't even it used to be illegal to advertise the services of lawyers until like I don't know the seventies or eighties and then they opened the which is why we gates. have like six 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 or whatever all those billboards with <laughs> yeah. like lots of yeah. yeah yeah but it's just it's just funny like when you're looking for a lawyer you may Google like how to how to get a good defense attorney whatever but it's like you're not just scrolling through Instagram like oh you know what I could use a lawyer right now I'm gonna swipe up but maybe you'll remember that like you'll be need a lawyer and then right. she'll remember, you'll she remember it. Instagram be like oh, I'm Gerard just saying Bengali. the swipe up action isn't necessarily going to be utilized no at, at that moment unless you're curious at what she's moment. doing which like I'm just devastated that I missed if anyone has a screenshot of that spawn that they want to send me I just please send it right to me my email is available. Send me the spot. I want to see a screenshot because I missed it. Oh, Devis. I'm just devastated. I, that, uh, that tweet is so good. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> and I also love the Gerard Bengali is in all caps. Remember when Stoner, I just, she LOL. Herself Stoner bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Okay, so okay. speaking Are of bye-bye, done? that's the end of this episode. <laughs> Thank you to all of our callers for calling in. Thank you to people for continuing to buy merch. Thank you for people for buying tickets to the show. Ah. Um, one suggestion I have is that if you've been to the show and also have a call, be sure to mention how good the show was before you get on with your call. Because I'm telling you, that's a great format for calls from I now I love on. that Bobby's trying to solicit, like, implying that he'll put the calls on the show if you call and say, like, I was at your show and it was fucking fantastic. People are just not going to, they're going to call and just say they were at the show and be like, it was, it was amazing. It was, the best it show. was fucking amazing. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> Let's end this. It's time for Lindsay and Bobby to go. Bye bye. Bye bye. You will drive Yeah. They want to know. Hey. 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 How much of this same? Hi, I'm Sheena Shea. I was sued for aggressive marijuana smoke, and Gerard Bengali made that lawsuit go bye bye. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>